This is Metal Mike, and in this episode, I'm joined by my buddy Gabe from the Hair Metal Mixtape Show, and we talk through our 10 favorite hair metal album covers. There are so many cool ones to choose from. But hey, do you want to support the show and get in on the conversation? Become a subscriber on Twitter for a mere $2 a month. The tag is at 80s Glam Metal 1. You can get all kinds of inside info. It's all exclusive. Rob just subscribed and gave his input on this topic. For his album covers, he said Cinderella Night Songs, Poison Open Up and Say Ah, Warrant Dirty Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich, and Pretty Boy Floyd, Leather Boys with Electric Boys. We'll see if his picks come up in the episode. Now it's time to check it out. Well, Gabe, man, welcome back to the 80s Glam Metal Cast, brother. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. Thank you so much for having me back. I am so looking forward to this. Yeah, man, you know, album covers. This is uh, this is a big one. But before we jump into that, you've got your own show, the Hair Metal Mixtape. Tell everybody what's going on over there and what you got coming up. Cool, man. Yeah, Hair Metal Mixtape is a live radio show on Saturday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, there's band exclusives, band interviews, plus a curated mixtape, the last hour and a half of new, current, and classic hair glam sleeves and hard rock from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, till today. Awesome, man. I- I've been on there and talked with you a few times. I've always had a good time, so I'm looking forward to your future episodes. Awesome, man. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, tonight's topic is our, our top 10 favorite hair model album covers. This is tough, man, because, like, there's tons of cool ones, and they're all they all make a statement. You know what I mean? They're basically what that band is putting out there. Sometimes their stage show, their look, everything revolved around the album cover. What do you think? Absolutely, man. Especially when the the glam metal days and the hair metal days started, where everyone just wanted to see what they looked like. So uh, they either went with like some kind of a band cover thing or some crazy artsy looking thing. Yeah, you know it's weird because when I went back. A lot of the album covers that I thought I may like or, or thought were really cool, and I went back and looked at them, and I was like, you know what? Kind of lame. You know, sometimes it's just like a symbol or something. It's not even really like that much going on there. So, like, I feel like uh, my thoughts have changed on some of them, and some of them I've loved since the first time I saw them, and I still love them. Well, why don't we jump in, man? What do you got for number 10? All right, so number 10, I'm going to, I'm going to, I made a number 10 because I literally bought this vinyl album cover just by seeing it and that's white lions first album fight to survive oh yeah yeah that's a cool one and and, you know what i've got a few like that too so like when it's when you bought it without really even hearing the band and just seeing the cover, you know that's a strong album cover. So to tell oh my me, God. <laughs> what do you like yeah, about there's, it? There's like this, like there's obviously there's like this blonde David Lee Roth-ish looking character with tiger stripe tights laying like all like dead Jesus posed or whatever on top of a literal white lion statue. It's so dramatic. <laughs> It really is. It's so dramatic. That's what I love about it. And then the giant logo up top is just really cool. And it's all black and white, too. In the time of a glam, you can tell those pants are really, like, bright. But it's all black and white, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is a cool one. And, uh, you know, even even Pride, you know, it's just the lion's face. But yes. it's bold. And it, and it really, like, hey, man, white lion. Like, it's it's telling the tale. So a lot of the album covers, you know, like I said, they really, they were bold. They caught your attention. But I can, I can see why you picked Fight to Survive. It's a good one. 
Mm-hmm. All right, man. My number ten. I went Tiger Tales, Young and Crazy. And uh, <laughs> for me, well, there's a lot of things going on here. And if you go back and you look at this album cover, uh, once again, a lot of bold graphics. You know what I mean? And, and the colors mm-hmm. are really bold. You've got the, and it's all straight up 80s glam stuff. You've got the turquoise. You've got the hot pink. You've got yellow. It's really popping. And, you know, I mean, they're kind of like, uh, you know, it kind of comes across a little bit like a poison wannabe on the cover. You know, it's very much... It's like its own thing, but it reminds you of "Look What the Cat Dragged In" a little bit. Um, mm. But it, but I think the colors are so cool, and I do like how there's like a mirror image thing going on, like it's them, but then there's a reflection of them underneath them. And this is one of those ones, man. I bought it without ever hearing a lick of the band. And for this one, the album cover really was important because Tiger Tales was not getting played on radio. They didn't have a video on MTV. It was like an import, you know what I mean? So, right, right. so I think when I think of like a bold album cover that gets your attention, this one got my attention, man. I bought it, and of course, it sounded like what it looked like. Maybe they were a little heavier than what they looked like on the cover, but mission accomplished with those guys. They got my attention, and I still love that cover. <laughs> That's a good one, too, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you got for number nine? I'm going to go for um, L.A. Guns, Cocked and Loaded. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's uh, good. Yeah, once again, I mean, like, that's that's another one where, like, you know, obviously their first one was, like, their, their badge or their logo, and that kind of looked cool with the guns ablaze and whatever, but this one was, like, something right out of, like, it, it, it was almost, like, mixed, like, like the old 70s heavy metal magazine, those kind of yeah. album cover things, and then, like, but it was also more of a modern band at the time, too, so it was kind of, like, wow, am I even allowed to buy this kind right. of thing? Yeah. <laughs> Especially at my age, you know, so it was, like, and it was cool, you know, the logo and, like, the little dots had, like, different things and i don't know man it was really like truly like almost porn to me you know that i was allowed to buy <laughs> you know another thing about that one that you know as i agree with everything you're saying almost had a little bit of a psychedelic vibe it almost looked like yeah hippie art you know what i mean yeah and but i think the main thing that a lot of these albums album covers did i think was the colors so like la guns just always had like the black red blue vibe you know what i mean and i feel like mm-hmm. that was once again their first album did that, and this one kind of had the same color scheme as well. So kind of keep it true where, like, black and red was, like, L.A. Guns' thing, and they really did well. Or Not a lot of color beyond uh, beyond that. But, yeah, very cool album cover. And once again, that was what they used as the backdrop for their tour. So a lot of these right. things had to transcend the album, and sometimes somehow appeared something about it appeared in the video or it was in the backdrop or it was something. So, yeah, well, that is a cool one. Number nine, I had to do it again with one that just never heard the band but just bought it by looking at it. And I had one of the members just on the podcast recently, and this is the Britney Fox debut. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? So, like, I saw that and I was like, whoa, these guys are like uh, colonial glam pirates or something. I, I like this. <laughs> I got to have this. And uh, once again, was not disappointed. Got it home. 
and it was a very strong, familiar sound. Caught my caught my attention, and the logo. They got a really cool logo. You know what I mean? Yeah. The logo has got those sharp edges. It was very metallic and blue on the uh, on the debut. So yeah, man, that's a great album cover. I um I also had that on my list at one point, but I had so many, and I first one I knew you were gonna pick that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 two, one of the criteria I had to give myself was to get off like get off all the albums that had band member cover, like all the band members on the cover. Yeah, the, I had to. There's so many. I was like, yep, that one, that one, that yep. one, that one, that one. I was just like, oh no, how am I going to do this? So yeah, very good one on that Britney Fox one. That's excellent. All right, man. What do you got for number eight? All right, number eight. This is a toss-up for me, but I'm going to go with uh, Invasion of Your Privacy, Rat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a cool one. And obviously, there, there, there's, there, there's this whole theme of, like, the, you know, the, the lovely ladies and all that. But, but also, once again, it wasn't, like, it's, it's like, this very, like, voyeuristic type thing with, like, you know, the shadows and, like, it, it really is the whole Invasion of Your Privacy thing where you're just like, oh, wow, that was, like, for me, you know, 12-year-old me or whatever, you're just like, Oh wow, that's like a, a that's like a girl's bedroom, you know? Yeah. You're like, wow, they put they put that on the cover of an album. This is crazy. Look what she's wearing, like her underwear, you know? So for me, I guess it was the whole provocative thing. Um, and, w- and look at this, it's funny too, because like I'm not going with these like bold colors. It was a very right. like very shady, if you will. <laughs> you know what's cool about that one is um, I think when you look at out of the cellar, right? You know, you, mm-hmm. you have Tawny Katane on the cover. You've got a like a really bold red rat logo. That one's got like a very black and red and orange vibe. It, it's a very like just straight up metal to me. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to this one, this is where you know it's softer. Like I said, the whole album feels a little bit softer. That was like in some kind of the first ones. Or, or, uh, it's not their first album, but it was their first official album. That's like more of like in a fiery space or something like that. You're like in the cellar or whatever. This is like right. It's softer. You're in the girl's bedroom. The rat logo is now white. You know what I mean? Uh, everything, mm-hmm. once again, their image softened up with this album uh, as well. So it's like, I feel like it really fits the vibe that, of the album, of what their image looked like. And I got to make a confession, man. I, I'm a total idiot. I never realized until just recent times that there was like some camera up in the corner. I never knew that. <laughs> I never saw it before. So like to me, it feels like now that album cover makes even more sense because somebody's like videoing her, you know what I mean? So I never noticed right. that. So pretty wild. All right. All right. So this is okay. So I'll, let me just throw this out there. If we were doing just like metal all the way around, I think like bands like Man of War and Iron Maiden would, would top my list because let's face oh, it, yeah. some of those painted covers are like the c- coolest artwork that's out there. But Absolutely. We want with Hair Mode. And I had to go with Europe, man, the final countdown. Because, yeah. once again, it's a super cool painting, and it's so 80s. And it almost reminds you of, like, Superman 2, like the people that were stuck on the, you know, the bad guys when you put them in the Phantom Zone, and they're on, like, those cards Heck or, yeah. or glass yeah. pieces. So I feel like it's total, like, total Superman 2, two total 80s. Uh, it's just a cool it's just a cool picture, man. And I've been, I've really been thinking recently I want to get a shirt of this album cover because it's so cool. Painted, it's just total 80s. It's space age feeling. It just, it just nails it, man. It's awesome. Yeah. 
So good. All right. Number seven. <laughs> So, I'm going to go with Warren's first one, Dirty Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich. <laughs> nice. Um, it, it, it really, I, I specifically remember buying the cassette and like not even knowing that was the Warrant album, just seeing that picture of, yep. of even then when I was a kid, knowing that was a Donald Trump-like dude, Yep. just from seeing him in like Home Alone in those movies, like... I loved it. And then I was like, oh, crap, this is the new Warren. This is Warren. Like, this is that band I just read about. This is awesome. And I bought the cassette. Oh, yeah. That, but, I, but I mean, the, it was like the first time you see, like, a real caricature of somebody who could be somebody but not somebody. And yep. it was just like, it wasn't some, like, some chick on the cover, you know, where everyone's like, woo, you know. Right. It was just like, wow, what is this? It's like some money dude. Yeah. No, I uh, that one may be coming up for me, so I'm just going to stay quiet on that one. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got to go. And some people might question this one. I don't care. I'm just going to say it. Uh, I'm going to go with Wasp, Inside the Electric Circus. So people might have mixed feelings on this album cover. But first of all, let's just get it. I'm going to put it out there, and I don't care what anybody says. Wasp was going for hair metal at this point in their career. Because when you look at the photo shoots of this album, everybody's wearing spandex. Everybody's got purple. Blackie's wearing white in one of the photo shoots for this. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? They were, he had makeup on, eyeshadow. So they're definitely going for glam. And this was one of those ones, man. I think I remember seeing the album, like the actual record, in like a drugstore, you know, in the local drugstore. And I, at that point, never heard Wasp, but I was like, I've got to get this album because this just screams to me like something that I would like. You've got like, you got the long haired rocker on the front. He's got the BC Rich Warlock with the cracked glass. You've got neon bars that are keeping him <laughs> in the cage. And he's wearing, I used to think it was was like tiger skin um, spandex, but I think if you look at other outtakes, he's actually got that shit painted on his body. So so it's pretty weird. It's pretty crazy. But um, And then that very bold wasp logo they changed the wasp logo they got rid of the the bullets or the screws in between it to make it look like it just could be wasp not we are sexual perverts or whatever it is but uh, <laughs> but uh i just think that as a young kid man that caught my eye and that made me want to check out that album and i just fell in love with wasp right away and went back and that's was a cool thing like if you were catching a band at this point like say i got into music around 86 so I just went back, you know what I mean? I went back and I got the older album. Same thing with Rat, you know what I mean? Got into Rat probably around 86, but then I went back and I got those other albums. So, um, well done with Wasp, because they, they definitely, uh, they got my attention with that one. Definitely, man. That's, that, that's, I, there, I, I love even like the, what is it, a hockey stick? <laughs> it's like on the left of the album, is that a hockey stick? <laughs> I don't know what they got going on on that one. There's some crazy stuff. And there's like a girl on the back. Like she's all wrapped up in a phone wire. Like you can only see that. Like this is weird. And like it's got like their their um, uh, their cases for like their touring equipment. It's just it's kind of out there, but it works. All right, man. What do you got for six? All right. So I'm going to go a little opposite on that one as far as like the whole sexy or crazy stuff. But I was really intrigued. Same thing with the first Winger album. Yeah, that's a. I was thinking about. I, I didn't put that one on my list, but that's a very cool album cover. Yes, that was one of the first album covers where I was like, "Oh wow, man, that's actually like art." Yep. You know, like 
where you can sit there and stare at the album all day figuring out like oh is that a compass is that a laser is yeah. that a woman or is that like a sculpture i don't know man it was yeah it was something that um I've, i mean you saw pictures of like winger with his hair poofed up and all that stuff but like when they came to their album covers and stuff they seemed a lot more um what would you call that? Even like people would yell at me if I even called it like almost like a math rock or prog rock that he would it, do no, with solos. But... It does. It does. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I almost put that one on there too. Uh, same thing. Yeah, it looks like almost like abstract art or, or something like that. And uh, the cool thing, well, what, funny thing was that it still said Sahara in the corner. That was going to be the band's name, which is kind of weird. But then there's the Winger logo. I think that green, like, that just was the vibe of that that Winger album. You know what I mean? Like, it was the white and green. So I feel like that was always the vibe that you would get. You know, you'd see that green logo on their backdrop and, and the album cover. It just had that vibe. And then with the next one, it was cool that they used pieces of that art again in, in the heart of the young and then they went from more like a blue and gold so it's like when the band like changed the album cover colors you know what i mean the vibe always gave it a cool vibe but yeah i, I like that uh, winger one good call yeah all right number six this is where i put warrant i put dirty rotten filthy stinking rich all the same nice. reasons that you did but i think that's even grown on me more over time because look at it it's a cool artwork uh, it's a you know reminds you of like some rich like except some rich fat cat like a Donald Trump. Uh, it later years it reminded me of the evil banker that's on Despicable Me. <laughs> you might got it right. Oh, Maybe yeah. he's, he's based on that guy. Uh, and I always thought it was cool when that guy came to life, like in the Big Talk video and on the home video that they did from that album. So Warren did a great job of like like I guess it's like branding. You know what I mean? That that dude was in videos. He was on the cover. He was part of their backdrop. Uh, so the whole thing was working, and uh, it really was like a personification of that song. You know, Dirty, Rotten, Filthy, Stinking Rich. You think of that crazy, fat, cat, banker guy on the cover. So it's just it's a cool visual. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Number five. All right, number five. It's weird because, I mean, I don't know if I wanted to call them hair metal or not. I mean, they definitely made a big impact during that time too. But, I mean, Aerosmith's Pump. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one, yeah. <laughs> That's different. I'm a, I'm, I'm a car guy, you know, and like, and, and again, I remember, I mean, I have the cassettes right here. Like, I remember literally holding that cassette and just cracking up just the, all the double entendres all over the yeah. place on that album. <laughs> and, and, and it's, I, I mean, no, I'm starting to see this little pattern here where I'm starting to see these like black and whitish type simple yep. type covers that I'm into. But I mean, that, that was a big one for me. And, and maybe it's because I remember listening to that cassette over and over again until I destroyed it is that album cover is pretty much imprinted in my head forever. And it's got the classic Aerosmith stamp right on top, you know, like yep. they've had on everything. Yeah. No, I, I think that is an interesting one. And even the one before that is when you look back at it, it's pretty cool. Uh, permanent Vacation, yeah. you know, it's like a red and a yellow. You know what I mean? Like that's, like you said, that's etched in your mind. Like that album cover and that album just has that vibe. You know what I mean? When you get the pump, you, you think of the black and white cover. Uh, you get to the other one with the, uh, the cow udders there. <laughs> <So>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a little different. Um, okay. All right. This is an interesting one. Number five. And I'm going with Striper, Soldiers Under Command. And Woo! I just think that, you know, when you can get the band and you put them with, like, missiles and machine guns and they've got the, the 
the yellow and black van. It reminds you of A Team, kind of. You know what I mean? Like Christian A Team or something. I don't know what's going on. Right. But uh, right. I think those kind of album covers where you put the band into some kind of crazy. Uh, you know, backdrop or, or, you know, almost like they're in a movie, an action movie. It's so good, man. And, uh, and to hell with the devil. The original one is a really cool one as well, but it's kind of, I always kind of feel like that album cover got squashed and they went to the black cover with just the, with the bold logos. But, uh, yeah, I just I th- I do get a kick out of seeing Striper with the machine guns and, and the missiles and, and everything was all very coordinated. It was a black sky, black truck, yellow and black logo, yellow and black clothes, yellow and black weapons, very coordinated. And I think uh, I think a lot of our, us who grew up in this era, our brains kind of work that way. We like when that kind of stuff happens. So, all right, man, number four. Number four. This was so hard. I'm gonna go with Quiet Riot Metal Health. Oh, yeah. I, I, mm, I'm kind of regretting not putting this on there. <laughs> All right, man, let's hear it. <laughs> um, that album, that the cover was terrifying to me. Yeah. You know, like just literally seeing that iron mask and those eyes freaking out. I think the only thing that helped me was was noticing the buttons on the jacket of mm-hmm. like the band members. But like that honestly just scared scared the crap out of me because it was just like it really was terrifying with the mask the choir riot logo was really cool just like almost blood red like yep. all kind of messed up and uh it it, it really made me want to wonder what the heck i was going to be listening to when i put that album on yeah you know for some reason when we were talking about this this was kicking around and I, this was supposed to make my list but then somehow it didn't but uh you know you, you nailed that you know there's a lot of cool things going on the mask is a big one you know for us 80s kids this reminds us of like freddy krueger jason uh, all that you know what i mean it just reminds you of like a, right. a horror character and you know, the, it's cool. Like I said, the buttons of the band members. I always wondered, was that Kevin DeBro behind the mask on the cover? I don't know. It kinda, right. Kind of reminds you of him. But then they did a great job of making that album cover come alive in the video for um, Metal Health. You know what I mean? So, oh, it, yeah. you know, so I feel like the mask. It, it was so important, and that was such a big album that really paved the way for hair metal. So yeah, that needs to be on the list, man. Good call. So this was a my number four was like a last minute ad because I wasn't sure where to go with it and I'm just gonna throw it out there and then I'll explain it. Is Motley Crue shout at the devil? So if we're talking mm-hmm. about like the the album with the big pentagram, I'm not really a huge fan <laughs> for a couple for multiple reasons. I'm not big big into that, but it made a statement. But I think what I like the most, the album cover part that I'm going with is, is the four pictures of the guys. So, okay. you know, like when we look at the cassette and you look at the, the gatefold in the Shout at the Devil album cover and you look at the CD, you've got the four squares of the guys. And this is probably the coolest that Motley Crue has ever looked. You know, they're in some apocalyptic background. There's fire. There's all this crap. They got killer metal outfits on. This this look, look, this look that kill, right, uh, goes into the mm. video of looks that kill. So once again, Motley Crue did a very nice job of taking how they looked on that album and making a video where kind of that whole vibe comes alive. So I just think those are probably the most iconic pictures of Motley Crue ever. 
And I wanted to put a Motley Crue one on, and I just didn't know which one to do. Because honestly, when I go back, a lot of their album covers really aren't that good. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like Doctor right. Feel Good. I mean, it's cool, but it's not it's not as good as some of the ones we've talked about. Girls, girls, yeah. girls isn't bad. You know, they're on their motorcycles, but it's not earth shattering. Theater of Pain, I don't know. It, it works, but it's I don't know. So, and then obviously, I, I'm not a big fan of just looking at Vince Neil's crotch for two. Right. <laughs> it's iconic. <laughs> But it's kind of weird. But so, so I feel like those. Uh, if I'm going with the picture of the four dudes uh, from Shot at the Devil, that I gotta go with that one because that's pretty iconic. Yeah, that's that's fantastic, and that's probably the best way to go. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, number three. All right, number three. Also, very, very, very difficult. But I'm gonna go with Twisted Sister. Stay hungry. Yes. Yes. This is huge. I mean, D. Snyder alone is just terrifying. I mean, he's holding this giant bone that looks like it still has meat on it. Yep, yep. <laughs> and and it was cool because the album cover before that was just the logo, you know, the big silver letters, and like, and before that was band cover type stuff. So just to see him alone and like just got the raw bone and all the skeletons. Again, another horror scene that, yep. that was really like I was into, you know? Yeah, that's one of the coolest album covers ever. It, it's just, yeah, it just personifies what Twisted Sister is all about. I think I think Metal Health and Stay Hungry are just, like I said, they've kind of paved the way musically, visually for everything that came after it. But yeah, that's a good call, brother. All right, my number three, I went with a real glammy one, man. I had to go look what the cat dragged in with the uh, with those faces, right? You looked at those awesome. four faces, and you didn't know. Are these guys? Are these girls? What was going yep. on? But uh, that kind of look made sense to me in 1986. I also love the bold Poison logo. Poison's got one of the coolest logos. Yes. And the green, it just pops. It just makes sense because, like, you think of, like, something toxic or poisonous. Green, poison ivy, whatever you want to think of. So really smart making the logo green. The logo is just awesome with all those swervy parts to it and everything, and uh, the white, everything really pops. And those face, and that, that's iconic. Everybody, I had a shirt that had that stuff on it, and uh, I just think that was iconic. And you know, once again, another one that paved the way for '80s glam. True, that that second wave of, uh, of hair metal man was yep. led the way by then, definitely. <laughs> uh, what do you got for number two? All right, number two. Um, this was I thought on the album cover was the was the gift that kept on giving. That was a Death Leopard's Hysteria album cover. Yeah, that's Hysteria. a pretty wild piece of art. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. The fact that like you can look at it in several different ways, not knowing what faces are screaming—is it a human? Is it an animal? Like, is this some kind of a werewolf thing? But then you got the whole Tron thing happening. And not only that, like, all the singles that I bought, the seven-inch singles, you know, you could piece them together into a giant puzzle to make this album cover. So for me, that's what I meant by the gift that kept on giving, too, because, like, it, it's just really amazing. And the intricate details in that thing. And then I ended up watching this little, like, mini-movie about how the artist actually made this album cover, which I had no idea, but he had this giant table, and the, he actually layered all this stuff and was just ta taking giant photo there, photographs of it to make the album cover, which is pretty cool. 
Yeah, and you know, and that was another one where they used that art uh, in their stage. You know, I mean, their whole stage had all yes. those little strange squiggly lines and different things that were part of that album cover. And yeah, though that that is an iconic album cover, a very cool image. Death Leopards had some good ones. Pyromania is a cool album cover too. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go with another glam one. This one just screams glam goodness, and it's Night Songs, Cinderella. Yeah. I, I think Cinderella just did a great job of you know putting themselves in into the night, you know, into the alleyways. And, you know, that purple, very glam, you know, very, it just fit the times, you know, and very cool logo. Their logo is awesome. Poison and Cinderella have, like, the coolest logos, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, that's true. And where Poison, the green thing kind of took over, uh, this one, you know, these guys, purple took over, and I kind of stuck with them for a couple albums, but that's just so cool. They look cool. They're all glammed out. A lot of people say they look too glammy versus what they sound like, but I think you knew what you were getting when you bought that one. And <laughs> by looking at it, it just made you want to buy it, you know. And uh, it, it's just cool. I love it, and uh, I just love everything about it. That's another one I got to get a shirt of. Yeah, exactly. That's almost like a uh, like a like if Dracula was glam or something, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, man. I got to hear it. What do you got for number one? All right. Um. So many, so many, but I'm going to go with one of the most iconic ones that I think that I even own and I wanted to own it all, cassette and everything before it went away. And that was Poison's Open Up and Say Ah. Yeah, that was a crazy one. That was a big one. I mean, just the fact that, like, we didn't even know that, I don't even know how many months later it ended up getting censored, which made it even cooler that everyone had the original one. But just the, just the fact, it's just like this, like, girl painted as whatever animal this is with this ginormous tongue and, like, it, it really just, uh, I don't know, man, it really was, was something that was bold and, like, I'm, I'm staring at it now and, I, and then you keep looking and looking and keep finding more and more things where you're like, wow, this really happened back then. Yeah, it it played onto a lot of key things. You know what I mean? Like the the big hair, uh, the the tiger skin. You know, there's so look how many things were tiger skin. You know, like kiss animal eyes and, and and the white lion stuff. You know, stuff. It was like there was so much of that tiger skin flying around, and it was just a big thing of the '80s. But yeah, you're right. It's very bold. They used it for their live stuff. That was their backdrop, and uh, and still 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 kept that green logo, which was cool. Well. Some people might dispute what I got for number one, but I, I couldn't I couldn't not put them on. You know, I left all the 70s Kiss stuff off there. A lot of the 80s Kiss album covers are not very good, but one of their best album covers of all time. And you know what, man? I'm going to say it is pretty much hair model, 80s model. It's Kiss Creatures of the Night. I got to go with it. It's just it's the to see their makeup with that blue tint, the glowing eyes, the purple. What's got purple? Purple kiss logo, purple creatures of the night. They personified the whole cover in the I Love It Loud video. So they were doing all the same kind of stuff that everybody else was doing at that time and it was working. And another reason why I, I gotta give this one the pass and say that it fits is because this album cover was so cool. 
it just kept popping up all throughout the 80s. I would go into yeah. shops and I would see the stickers, the bumper stickers of this album cover. You could still buy the loudest band in the world poster with, and that had them all in the blue with the rocks and the smoke. And I remember having like a bootleg Crazy Night shirt when I was a kid. It had Crazy Nights on the front and it had Creatures on the back. So I feel like this was around all throughout my childhood. Uh, and then, of course, the sound of it is very much in tune with 80s hair model. That's mm-hmm. why Kiss changed the cover and tried to pass it off as a non-makeup album around 85 when they changed the cover. But that cover is okay, but it, it pretty much sucks compared to, to the Creatures of the Night cover. And, yeah, they, they also destroyed the mix, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they changed some of the order and everything. But yeah. Creatures of the Night, it's just a very cool album cover. I, I, go, I look at it as one of their best, and it's just their favorite. You know, those are some of the ones that are just just so cool. When you look at Dynasty, you look at Creatures of the Night. There's really not a lot going on besides their faces. This one, they made it blue and they put the glowing eyes and everything. But sometimes just having Kiss on the cover is all you need. So, yeah, right. I, I got to go with that one, man. Did you have some honorable mentions that you want to throw out there? I, I did have some honorable mentions. And you mentioning that Kiss album reminds me of the Killers album cover, too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> With that Paul bandana. I mean, yeah. talking about glam. <laughs> yeah. Like, their look right there, like, at least the hair was terrible, right? But even, yeah. but that, that Killers album, that really pops. There's a lot of cool colors on that. Uh, yeah. that's re- that thing really pops with all that weird fluorescent shit behind them and, and the logo and everything. So I think that's that if they would have had some better hair, <laughs> that would have been a great hair model album cover. <laughs> right? Um, I, I guess I gotta say, like, uh, there's a few different album mentions, but the one I think for me that like literally made me this was my sister's record and it got me staring at actual album covers. And, and I think what got me into hair metal. But, uh, you know, she had Def Leppard's High and Dry. Yeah, that's a weird bought. one. Yeah. Yeah, man. And it's just got, like, the dude that, like, keeps getting balder. Yeah. Like, there's the the guy diving into this pool, but the pool looks like it's no water. No water. Like, yeah. That's yeah, weird. it's really cool, man. I don't know. I guess it was one of those album covers where I was just like, what? what is, who is this? What is this? And I, and I keep staring at it because I still own it to this day. I keep staring at it, you know? Yeah. Uh, one of mine that I've really wanted, if we went with more albums that would have made it, I think is um, Dawkins Under Lock and Key. I just like mm-hmm. that one. You know, it, once again, very bold Dawkins logo in yellow. You got all the yellow smoke. The guys are all glammed out, showing you what their their images for this uh, album's run. And uh, I think that's a great one. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. Very bold. Man. Very bold cover. What else you got? Um, some of my favorites also was Slaughter's first. Yeah, that's a cool one. Yep, yep. Um, it, it, but it also like bookended with like it's funny because like you had Slaughter's first, but it still had a little bit of like a weird Photoshop look to it. Yeah, but it wasn't as bad as like Firehouses, you know. That was looks so bad. <laughs> you know what's a good? You know what's a good album cover that was in in Ozzy's hair model phase was uh, Ultimate Sin. That's pretty. Oh, yeah. That's a painted one too. You know, I mean, you got the zombie girl in the front, and then you've got. Ozzy's like some kind of weird, uh, fl- like a bug man and like slime. And then there's the bomb, going, like the, the nuclear bomb to kind of pay right. homage to like, you know, some of the nuclear war stuff that's on there. That's a, that's a pretty interesting cover. Yeah, that was a pretty crazy. And I know since you are a Dawkins fan too, like, but tooth and nail, like what? Oh, that's weird. That's so <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> it's like the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's, that's weird. 
Yeah, that, there's those are definitely some of those weird ones. But I mean, like, how about like, could you even consider like Van Halen, like fifty one fifty or nineteen eighty four in those in that genre? Yeah, area, you know. Yeah, I think it's kind of you know honestly maybe a little bit of a miss that we didn't we didn't put nineteen eighty four on there because that's like iconic, man. Get that yeah. little angel guy with the cigarettes. I don't really know what it all means, but it, it was part of my childhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about some album covers that that are kind of that kind of suck? And, and I noticed that when I went through them, you know who had real shitty album covers in a great time period of great album covers was White Snake. When you think of yeah. like like the eight, see, they had some cool ones like in their seventies ones or whatever, or the early eighties. But if you think of the album covers for um, eighty seven and, Sli- uh, and Slip of the Tongue, like those album covers are stupid. It's just the emblem yeah. on like rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's just. Yeah. I mean, it was. It, it made sense. Like it was cool. And then they used that emblem. You know, obviously on, on their backdrops and stuff. But at least those two are like our major misses. Like you could have like put a picture of the band. I know for '87 the band was falling apart, and there was a different band that came on board. But I think especially for Slip of the Tongue, when you had Steve Vai and all those guys on board, like man, you could have had to come up with something better than that little red emblem. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Because what slide it in was probably the coolest album cover. Right, the last one they had. Right, you know? right. And then another person that I thought didn't have great a few ones that were duds was Bon Jovi. When you think of yeah. like uh, you know like New Jersey, it's just like blue with like says Bon Jovi New Jersey. Like it just it's not much going on there. Some of them is just no. there's not much going on. It was this jacket patch or whatever. And that yeah. Was like, eh, you know, and I guess I get Slippery with Wet. They tried to do they had the to change it. Yeah. cover. What about, what about 7800 Fahrenheit? That's a pretty messed up cover, too. It's like mm-hmm. all his face, but all blurred and weird. I don't know. That's a weird one. Yeah, they're, I guess you're right. Bon Jovi album covers were never something to really, like, want to hang on the wall, huh? No, no. And then there's a lot of album covers out there. Uh, and you mentioned L.A. Guns, which is cool. That, that, that first album is pretty cool. But a lot of the bands almost did like a shield or a symbol. So when you look at like Dokken, uh Back for the Attack is like that. Uh, L.A. Guns is like that. Obviously the, the emblem for White Snake. There's a lot of... Nit- I, was, I was looking at like my playlist and like Nitro, OFR is like that. It's just a big poppin' logo. It's not really anything but that. And a lot of bands did that. Right. You know which one I, I did forget to mention is the Pretty Boy Floyd. Electric Boys yeah, Electric Toys. I thought of that one. Yeah. I, I think that one's cool. It, and it's definitely like a throwback to like Destroyer or something like that. But I think that's mm-hmm. why I wasn't totally enthused with it. Because it just felt like a copycat of like if you took like Motley Crue's logo from Theater of Pain and you mixed it with Destroyer. and, all that, and just, <laughs> like, To me, it just felt like a major copycat cover. But it was a cool cover. Right. What about uh, Warren's Cherry Pie? You know, I just it's just so generic. I just don't. I'm not feeling it. You know what I mean? Some of them, it's like I get it. You put the girl out there, but to me, it's almost like it's just kind of corny. I think the other one was way better. I think Dirty Rotten, Filthy Stink, and Rich was so much cooler. Uh, so I think sometimes that kind of stuff would work, but I think a lot of times you fall into just this cliche type of stuff that just came across as kind of corny. That's just me. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely one decal slash sticker that I did see for. To this day, is that GNR first album, Appetite yeah. album cover? That's everywhere, you know. I mean, people, even the shirts to these days, right? Yeah, I don't even like Guns N' Roses, and I, I can't yeah, I deny know, I know. the the cross <laughs> with the the skull heads. I mean, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest. 
Yeah, no, I, I know. It's funny too because when I was looking at that album cover, I was like, I know he doesn't like this, so I'm not going to bring it up. No, yeah, I know. I, 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 I still think it's great. You know, there's so many that are great, but you know, I think of Van, like when I think of Van Halen, I kind of feel like Van Halen fell into that kind of lame album covers as they got going with Sammy Hagar. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. for unlawful carnal knowledge, that's a pretty lame album cover. There's there's just some lame ones out there. Balance yeah. confuses the hell out of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah, what was it? I mean, was it because of, because of the early 90s? You know, it's, right. yeah, they kind of like, they weren't trying to do anything too misogynistic or anything. Right. So, if, so, so if they're going to show their faces, they'd have like the short hair, you know, or something like that. Or Yeah, it was just weird. You know what another good album cover is, but I, I didn't put it on because it really wasn't, it, it, it really is hair metal as the rest of these was uh, Wasp, The Headless Children. That's a pretty mm. cool album cover. Lot there's a big statement going on there with uh, you know with all the political stuff that's going on, and I love that big skull. It reminds me of Castle Grayskull in the back, so that's pretty. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so that's nice. a good one. So there there are some really cool ones. A lot of them made a statement. Some of them were just fun, but you know they all pretty much were the representation, the visual representation of what the band and what the album was about for that time period. And it, like I said, it it, it, it it bled out into the videos, into the uh, stage shows. So it's good stuff, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right, brother. Well, I think we nailed this one down. I feel good. We did good. All right, brother. Always good chatting with you. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk soon. All right, man. Have a good one. Well, that was great looking back at all those classic hair metal album covers. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And also subscribe on Twitter. Rock on!